king glowing in the moonlight Set the orbit in your legs on fire for you, baby, I'm a full light You got me going, mm-hmm, ah, yeah, you got me in the moonlight I'm tryna go all night, all right, I'ma show you what to do like Uh, skin glowing in the moonlight In the butter on the floor, I'm so smooth like Sugar spice, no, I'm nice with the moves like Dirty dance, no Diana, but a queen like Uh, can't tell you what he got for me But I can swear that I did the thing properly Cut the nine so a couple back shorts than he Cut the booty but it ain't no groceries He offend the nigga For sure he bought the bag but the Bentley figure Know I drive him mad so these girls all bitter They wishing that they had So some spill putting Kenya on the map So these EA girls stay wildin' Looking crazy in the cut like diamonds I will take over the world due timing Cause you know we about to blow no ISIS Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're just joining us, this is what... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, the show is just starting, so it's not that if you're just joining us. Um, welcome. This is Wellness Wednesday, and I'm your host, Margaret Miner. And I'm Shiko Kimani. Well, <laughs> that's an off-grade. Um, um, this week... We're going to talk about imposter syndrome. And last week, that's what we were supposed to do. But my co-host and I um, had some challenges, so we couldn't make it. We're sorry for that. But we're back and we're better this week. Well, we're ready to tackle this new depth topic yeah. with our lovely, lovely guests. True. Our guest today, we have back in the building. <laughs> that is... Uh, Jesse Tomison, no, now it is. Back for the second time. <laughs> so you have Tomison uh, back, um, and today we're joined by a very beautiful lady from. Oh, wow. Hey, you're saying wow? Oh man, <laughs> from Kenya. So introduce yourself. Hi guys, it's Christina. Oh yeah. So before we delve deeper into our topic, um, I think first of all, uh, a disclaimer. We are not psychologists. Uh, we don't have any experience with, like, we don't. We have experience with Mm-mm. some of these things. No, like, <laughs> no, like we we're have not professionals. Yeah, we're not professionals, yeah. but we've had experiences and scenarios where we've advised people on some of these issues, go through some of them. Again, so, it's just informed opinions. Yes. So yeah. what we have are informed opinions, and it's up to you. Yeah, with how so you, you the information. It's true, and you do not have to agree with us on everything. Right. So let's start this. So, um, to our audience, what do you think imposter syndrome is? Um, reach out to us and uh, send us your views on imposter syndrome at Ubuntu Radio 1 on, on Twitter, Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Tell us what you think imposter syndrome is. And now I'm going to <laughs> see how schooled my guests are today. <laughs> Tomison, what do you think imposter syndrome is? Uh, I guess to me, imposter syndrome is like just believing that you do not belong mm-hmm. in a space. For example, if you have a talent or there's something you do, imposter syndrome is like believing that you are not good enough to like belong to that space, mm-hmm. regardless of how well you do it. Okay. Christina? I agree with with what you said. I think personally, it's when you're feeling like a fraud. Mm. Uh, Like you feel like, I'm in this space, I have this opportunity, but when are these people going to realize I'm actually not as good as they think I am? Mm -hmm. That's what I think that is. Mm -hmm. Okay, and me? Yes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I think our guests have like talked about it Mm -hmm. to its full extent. It Mm -hmm. is being a fraud. It is thinking that you're not in the despite your abilities or despite your successes you you don't feel like you fit in that right space so i think they've captured it quite well yeah 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 actually um from the definition from um harvard it says that imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success so that means the imposters, in quotes, suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. So I think what you guys said, yeah, <laughs> it goes right into 
everything that they've defined right here yeah mm -hmm. so i think it's important to notice and i think the key element is um that these feelings of inadequacy will persist despite evident success mm -hmm. right and now this is the hard part when have you felt like an imposter in a situation something for plenty of times <laughs> because I guess it's something that has to do with being <clears throat> something that has to do with being a creator or making yeah. art yeah. because art is subjective and sometimes it's very easy to feel like even though you might feel very strongly about something you've done people might not have the same feeling so if you were to be in a situation where you're then like trusted with like um, a responsibility or maybe mm -hmm. doing this or doing that then mm -hmm. It's very easy to like just feel, oh shit! Like my my competence at this is not up to the level in which these people assume of me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it happens a lot, I guess. Actually, for me, because I'm writing something, then I'm like, oh, shit, like you like, shared it, you see it, yeah, like yeah, I did that. Then mm -hmm. like a couple of hours later, it's like when I'm going to realize, okay, this isn't as good as they think it is, or anybody can do this yeah or, yeah so yeah it's a difficult it's a difficult thing just yes, but we move regardless and what about you christina um i think okay personally i have a tendency to set very high expectations for myself so that could be even in opportunities specifically with leadership mm -hmm. um leadership roles that i feel like there's a certain way to do something. Mm -hmm. If I'm not able to do that, then like, why would somebody even ask me to do such a thing? Mm -hmm. um, so in circumstances like that, I feel like I would apply to the imposter syndrome mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's just self-doubt. There are many instances. I feel like it's almost normal to doubt yourself. But clearly, it's an issue that mm -hmm. needs to be talked about because people are struggling and they don't realize that it's... I think a bit more common than we realize. Yeah. Considering we both experienced it. Yeah. And um okay, I think uh coming from uh from Thomason saying that as a creative, um uh, you experience these things a lot because that means whatever you think might be so great might not be great to someone else because liking something, especially when it comes to art, is a bit relative. It's not you can't say, mm -hmm. Oh, I love this and expect everyone else to also love it. Because we have different tastes and for you is the leadership and um when you have to be in charge of others in charge like, yeah really want to trust me and especially if <laughs> if you're the, if your peers uh yeah. actually if your peers with them yeah that's and i think okay i think uh to break to break down now your experiences and then relating it to imposter syndrome i think it's important to notice that it becomes a syndrome when it happens Frequently. 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 That's when it becomes a syndrome. And um, I like to know, like, okay, you're saying you've had instances of feeling like an imposter. That means not feeling so confident in yourself, self-doubt. Because, I mean, self-doubt happens all the time. But then when did you get to a point of realizing that, oh, maybe or maybe not, I have imposter syndrome? I think you begin to realize that it's, um, like you said, the syndrome, or like it's repeating when, despite like maybe success with something, yeah. or like despite like proof that you do know how to do something, mm -hmm. and like you are like competent at it, mm -hmm. that you still try and like avoid situations to put yourself back into the same mm -hmm. like spotlight. So, people like if you have like important syndrome, you often, you often see that you try and run away from embracing like, um compliments like embracing like oh you did really well like okay. kind of run away from the appreciation that can come with your work because you don't think you deserve it mm. and that's like something that tends to like continue happening so like i would i remember i would play earlier this year and then they were like oh no come and then talk about it in front of people like i didn't want to do that but like it felt like it's not that great for me to want But it was so yeah. great. But, uh, so it's like a... Imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's like a, a battle with yourself kind yeah. of thing. That, okay. Let me 
see try and see the way people see it. Yeah. Or let me try and understand the way people understand it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. And what about what you, Christina, actually? How about you? Um, okay, bring it back to academics because I'm not as creative. I think personally for me, when I know that I'm, I'm really knowledgeable on something, yeah, like I could have done a really good essay and now a teacher talks about it in class, like, oh, talk about, you know, mm-hmm. you did really well. Um, just having that tendency to shy away and be like, I actually don't know what I'm talking about and yet everyone has evidence that you're That's, very very qualified mm-hmm. so mostly in terms of like class situations i'm still trying to figure that out um and when i'm sharing my work like my writing i can't like i just can't you know i just feel like i'm not an established writer how can i be sharing my work if i'm not an established writer mm-hmm. so yeah situations where i have the experience but i just don't feel like it's enough to really mm-hmm. call myself a writer or or a really smart student, or you know. Okay. <sighs> wow, guys, you you guys, eh? You like putting me in my fields, but thank you so much for sharing that experience. And um, to our audience, uh, you've listened to some recent experience and an instance where he he's felt like an imposter in a space where he's actually done quite a lot of work. Um, he's done a lot of creative writing, and what else have you done? In the creative space, I know it's just scripting. He's <laughs> 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 done. Uh, he he did uh, this amazing play. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. Uh, he directed it, scripted wow. it. What's the song? Oh, I, I keep forgetting the song. What was what the is, song? this? It was really really something something something. I really yeah, love that. that. I'm telling you, it was so good. It was so so good. And um, uh, you've had his experience with feeling like an an imposter in a space where. I have seen his work once and I was wowed like and I really appreciate like theater and stuff so I was really wowed by it and you've heard him talk about how even after get people I mean people coming to him to tell him oh this was great this was great even when he was told to go in front of the of a crowd and talk about it he still felt like oh you know yikes yeah and for Christina, thank you so much for sharing. I I mean, you've been in a very well-established school and you've also come to quite a great school and all that, but still feel a bit like, I my essays, what, 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 you know. Yeah. And I, I think I'd like our audience to think about instances where you've been in a space where you're actually good at something and yet you feel like, you really don't deserve to be in that space. I think that's the key thing. Like you feel like you don't deserve to be in that space because you're not good enough to be there. I mean, there's growth that comes from learning and feedback and all that. I mean, you are can always use some growth and improvement, but then there's also feeling that you totally don't belong in this space. And let's uh, like our audience to think about situations. And if you feel like sharing, um, some experiences you've had where you felt like a total fraud, uh, whether it's academic, whether it's in your families, whether it's whatever situation you have been in and you felt like, oh, I don't, I totally don't deserve to be here at all because I'm not good enough or I don't deserve to be in this space. Please share with us any of those experiences, uh, share with us your views, what you think the um, imposter syndrome is, what uh, you think are some of the symptoms of imposter syndrome and reach out to us on our social medias uh, at Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram Ubuntu Radio on Facebook tell us tell us what you think and we'll be right back after this short break enjoy the music When you walk in the house, show me love. Ain't even gotta be Valentine's Day. I'ma still leave some roses by the tub. Go through so much in the street. I just wanna come home to a meal in the hub. The ops wanna kill me. You wanna argue. I sleep in the trap and just thugs. But I'd rather you show me some love. I'd rather you show me it's real. I'd rather you tell me your feelings than act like I'm tripping the high on the pill. Don't say that you crazy in love with me. Cause being crazy could lead you to kill. And money ain't nothing. These people who happy and loving behind on their bills. And they ain't pay their mortgage in years. Let me help you fight your fears. 
Can't turn my back when my grandma died, man, you helped me wipe my tears. Cold hearted when I opened up, man, your love was at a bear. By the time you realized it was PTSD, you ain't even care. Damn. Show me love, treat it like we freaking on a weekend. Show me love, I eat up the seconds, times, and reasons for your love. This is not the season for nobody else but us. I always get wrapped up in you, baby. I'm in love. We gon' get this love like we never done it, baby. I'm in love. Go ahead, show me love like we never done it. Ooh, I got you running every time I give you some. Show me Red lights, and you crashed in it like a deer inside of headlights. Yeah, I saw you love like you was passionate. I just wanna bask in it, winning it like a championship. You gon' show me love like, like you tried it and denied it, but you still let me apply it. Like I made you put your ties in. Show me love, even when you don't got time to. I'll be there to find you. I'll be mind you. Show me love. Like we freaking on a weekend, show me love I eat up the seconds, times and reasons for your love This is not the season for nobody else but us I always get wrapped up in you, baby, I'm in love We gon' get this love, like we never done Baby, I'm in love Go ahead, show me love, like we never done it Ooh, I got you running Every time I give you some, show me Welcome back if you're just joining us. Uh, this is Wellness Wednesday, and I'm your host, Margaret Minor. And oh my god, I'm out of breath. <laughs> and I'm your host, Shiko Kimani. And today we're joined by Thomason from Nigeria and uh, Christina from Kenya. No, it's because Christina was so I from Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> it's been two Today, our topic is imposter syndrome. And if you're just joining us, we've defined what imposter syndrome is. It's basically feeling like a fraud or feeling... It's basically feeling like a fraud, even though your successes and all your accomplishments, you know, have proved you to be worthy of a situation. Yes. But your, you, you yourself, you don't feel like you have the competence to be in that direct situation, right? Yeah, right. We in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you're joining the conversation now, Thomason and Christina have delved into their own scenarios where they've experienced imposter syndrome, and um, I think it's easy to now try to rank and not rank but classify what type of imposter syndrome they were. From the situations, they were really talking about perfectionist um, uh, imposter syndrome, where you know, I don't want to say that how I define like perfectionist imposter syndrome would be setting a very high expectation for yourself. Right. And then you not being able to accomplish that is just disregarding all your 
you know, your thought out processes, everything that you've done is just disregarded because you couldn't set that or achieve that um, accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that's what we've done so far. Um, what, what, what type of imposter syndrome you go through? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for me personally, I go through like soloist imposter syndrome. That is uh, like a mouthful, you know, soloist imposter syndrome. Hey! it's cis from now on anyway i have soloist imposter syndrome where i find it very difficult to reach out for help like i hate asking people for help because i always feel like i can do it myself and the minute i'm seeing i can't do it myself and i have to like i have to ask for help i'm just like nah i hate that feeling i really do and it just makes me feel like a fraud like okay i thought i could do it myself and then asking people for help is just it doesn't fit my personality at all, at all, at all, at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I do have, like, soloist imposter syndrome. Uh, what? Um, I think for me it's the perfectionist. Mm. When? And um, I think it's, I don't know if it's the perfectionist one. I think for me you'd have to come back to me. <laughs> because I wouldn't know where to place myself. Because there are situations where, yes, I am. It's not that I'm expecting to be perfect, but yes, I could be okay with how I am. But then I feel that I really don't deserve to be in that position, or rather, there's someone else who could have been better. better. Yeah, or someone else could have been picked other than me. I don't know if that's lack of confidence. I'm a very it confident does. person, but it's, it's in some situations, in some situations, I get I get into a situation, and I think. Before I even realized whether the task is difficult or not, like basically I've just been picked. And even maybe when I was applying for that thing or when I got into that situation, I, I was just doing it. I didn't yeah. know I was going to, to get it. And then when I do get it, I'm like, yikes. Yeah, you know, like it's like how Christina said, you know, you never realize how common mm-hmm. these things are unless you actually talk about them. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just like, yo, I also go through the same thing about every day oh my god especially like the creator block because um what was i gonna say (laughs) (laughs) um the creator's block i think as an artist um as an artist doing in this space specifically in aou there's so many talented people and then when you when you're given the opportunity to put yourself into that place <laughs> when you're giving yourself the opportunity to put yourself out there, there's a lot of doubt that goes into it. There's a lot of doubt that goes into it because. <laughs> oh, wait, what's going on? What's happening, guys? <laughs> okay, there's a lot of doubt that goes into it because you question your ability, you question, am I really like top notch to be here? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but anyway, how do you deal with um, imposter syndrome for you guys? Um, I, I guess for me, it's reminding myself like, okay, yeah, I I deserve to be in this place, and yeah. I've worked like a hard. lot. Yeah, I've worked yeah. hard. I've done a lot to um, to be here, or I've done a lot to be considered as good at this thing. I've put in like the continuous efforts and like and I know I have a skill. It's just like reminding myself of all mm-hmm. those things. And then whenever I do it do begin to feel like okay shit, I shouldn't be in this situation. Like I shouldn't be given this opportunity. I'm like, wait, pause. You've kind of been writing like nonstop for mm-hmm. like this long. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing it for a purpose. So now that you're being like acknowledged for it, mm-hmm. embrace that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christina, uh, I think firstly, I I help myself realize that acting like an imposter is not being humble. You know, it's not telling yourself, or, you know, how to explain it? Like, be quiet so that others have an opportunity to do better. Step up, step yeah, down. Yeah, can, can step up. Because I felt like I would not take opportunities because I'm like, oh, I'm not yet that good. I'm not, you know, it's trying mm-hmm. to be humble. When I'm realizing that it's actually a source of self-sabotage, Mm-hmm. So now it's more of just reassuring myself and reminding myself that I'm qualified mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't hurt to try. 
you know, like, oh. why not try and then prove to myself I can do it again, you know? Yeah. I think that's where I've been able to help myself, but it's a, it's a constant struggle. Okay. So. I think before we delve, like, much deeper into, like, how to overcome imposter syndrome, it's important for us to go through, Shiko has mentioned types of imposter syndrome, and maybe some of us in the audience are wondering, okay, there's even types of imposter syndrome, but yeah, there's types of imposter syndrome and um, we're going to like try to go through that. So the first type is the perfectionist. So this one, um, um, they always set very high goals for themselves. And then when they fail to accomplish those goals, they experience like major self-doubt and worry about like measuring up and accomplishing anything else that they had said to do or if they've been given a certain task and they are supposed to you know present something if they feel that it's not up to standard then they just start feeling like i don't deserve to be here in the first place and then um the thing about them is that when they realize that uh, they've not been able to like accomplish whatever like in some situations they end up being control freaks guy control freaks control freaks feeling like they want um something done right um then that means that they have to do it themselves so that means sometimes they can't delegate the work to other people because they feel that they have to do it themselves and when they do it themselves that's when it's going to be perfect so yeah, there's that type. And then we also have the um, natural genius. Now, these ones cannot do anything. I think I have that one. The natural genius. They can't do anything unless they feel that, like they judge their competence based on um, how good, how how knowledgeable they are in that I field. Also have that. Oh my god, I also have that. Yeah. Um, so they also judge it uh, based on the ease and speed as opposed to their efforts. So that means that the, the sooner they can get something done, then, then that means they're actually doing it well, but not the amount of effort they're actually putting into it. So, yeah. So if they take long to like master something, they're like, yikes. And they're like, oh, I don't think I deserve to be here. So if normally, like, you always do something, like if I tell you, oh, write a script, Chomisa will have it ready in one day. But this time, I tell you, I give him a subject, and he's like, two weeks, it's not, first day, he's not done anything, five days, nothing. And he feels that, I don't think I'm a writer because, I mean, if I'm being given a topic and I can't do it in, in like in like a week and normally I take two days then I don't deserve to be in this in this space. My personal favorite the soloist. <laughs> <laughs> um like I mentioned again, a soloist is a person who feels as though asking for help reveals their phoniness and are what young young people, young generation <laughs> call soloists. I, like anyway. Like with this type of imposter syndrome, what I've realized is that it is okay to be independent. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, not to, not to that certain extent where you think that assistance is the worst enemy. So if you're dealing with that type of imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. come to me and we can deal with it together. Because <laughs> you're living on an island. Like yeah. you're alone. Oh my God, no. <laughs> no man is an island. No man stands alone. Mm. Is that a quote? <laughs> <laughs> These people are out here gassing themselves up. Anyway, <laughs> we have the experts. So experts measure their competence based on what and how much they know or can do. That means they believe that they'll never know enough. And then they also fear being exposed as inexperienced or unknowledgeable. At this rate, she could say she has all types. <laughs> So, um, so for experts, uh, they shy away from like applying to job postings until like they meet every single requirement. What? So if the requirement is, oh my god, this is me. I feel this. 
this is the one this one this and you can only check like four boxes out yeah. of six they're like you no. i'm not going right. to apply for this position yeah. so ask yourself are you constantly not applying for that job because of that and then are you constantly trying to get certification to prove that you have a certain skill like there's getting certification just to like show something to you to have more certificates but then there's getting like until you can get certification for that thing then that means you're not you're not qualified you're not qualified so that means you can never tell anyone oh i'm good at this because you have no papers to show it so as are you are you that kind of person and then also um even if you've been in your role for some time um can you relate to feeling like you still don't know enough um and then when someone says you're an expert in this field you shut up <laughs> yep <laughs> 100% of the time. Yeah. Wow. So that is you say I. <laughs> I. <laughs> so the last how many have we had? We've had the the imposter, we've had the perfectionist. No, wait. The perfectionist we have the imposter. Wait, the perfectionist, we've had the soloist, we've, we've had the expert. expert and then we have the genius, natural genius. Now we have the superman or superwoman. So, <laughs> these people who experience this phenomenon are convinced that their phonies amongst real deal colleagues. They often push themselves to work harder and harder just to measure up. But this is just a false cover up for the insecurities wow. and the work overload may harm not only their mental health wow. but also their relationship with others. Just at me. So, just some <laughs> so at me. scenarios. So. At me. Do you stay later in the office than the rest of your team? Yes. Even past the point you've completed that necessary necessary work. At me. Yes. <laughs> Do you get stressed when you're not when you're not working and find downtime completely wasteful? Like you get angry when there's no work. Catch me on a break. <laughs> Have you ever left your hobbies uh, and passions for by the way wayside, sacrificed to work? Did you go to work and leave your hobbies out in the? No, man. <laughs> Do you feel like you haven't truly earned your title despite numerous degrees and achievement so you feel pressed to work harder and longer than those around you to prove your worth? So that means like you want validation all the time. Like the more validation you 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 get especially from uh working and not the work itself, that means it makes you feel better. So not being like you're being congratulated. Oh, we see that you stay that's up so to ironic. tomorrow or you come much earlier so like every time someone says oh i see you always working you feel good about that like it's not necessarily because someone said your work is good but because someone is up, like acknowledging, acknowledging yeah. how much effort you're effort putting, you're putting into it. yeah wait so validation will make you seem like it's you're, you're doing a good job yeah but in but the you real yourself, sense you don't feel like you're doing a good job i think so it's like criticizing yourself so much uh, when somebody is giving you you know like mm-hmm. a, a compliment Okay, someone sees that I'm doing something, so that the mm-hmm. voice in your head quiets down. Um, yeah, so like you're trying to like work harder than you're trying to be, to like do the most to look like you're better than everyone else. Mm. But in real sense, you're just covering up for your insecurities. There's no most you're doing over there. So, well, well, so yeah, we've had the perfectionist. We have the um, Superman or super uh, slash superwoman. We've also had the natural genius. We've had the um, soloist, and finally we've had the expert. So you've had some of the scenarios. So now, our audience, please tell us which category do you fall upon, or which category have you experienced um, imposter syndrome in? Uh, also, reach out to us on some of the ways to that you've dealt with. Yeah, some team. of the ways, yeah. even if it's not you who's dealt with it, some of the ways. You think you'd advise someone to like um, get over it and deal with it, and some of your experiences, guys. Please reach out to us if you cannot reach. Uh, you cannot reach out to us on our social medias. Uh, please reach out to any of us, even if you know the guests. Reach out to any of us on our social, on our personal social medias. So on our shows, social media, we have Ubuntu Radio One on Twitter. Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Please share with us your views and we're going to take a tiny, 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 tiny break.
She used to work at King of Diamonds on a Monday Only hit the club on Saturday and Sunday I used to pull up every week, you should've seen her The way she did it, nobody could do it clean up I seen her in a suit for my birthday And I can tell you the reason these niggas thirsty Now mama getting it in, on on the worst day Now mama getting it in, she fit the school and the gym into a work day I'm sprung, she got me doing the dishes Hell a nigga down when the clip was to an extension You so bad, yeah, you so vicious I'm so glad that you not his chick She wanted a nigga and got the right one I wanted a fact, she looking like fun Pull up on me, baby, and spend the night I, They saying I'm sprung, they right. I can't let you go without me Shawty got me Waiting on no mama trying to lock me It can't be nobody if it's not me I'm in the same spot that you dropped me I can't let you go Did you drop me? Tommyson singing for us. She could doing her own. It's it's what freestyle rap. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're back here with so much energy. If you're just joining us, uh, this is Wellness Wednesday, and I'm your host Margaret Minor uh, and Shiko Kimani. <laughs> yes, and we're joined by our lovely, lovely guests. Uh, we have Tommyson from Nigeria and Christina from Kenya. Aish, we're excited, we're excited. Uh, today we're talking about imposter syndrome and we've defined what imposter syndrome is, the five types of imposter syndrome and we've had some experiences from Thomason, from Shiko, from Christina. They've talked about their instances where they have experienced imposter syndrome and we've asked you guys to share with us some instances where you've experienced imposter syndrome or your views about it and then tell us how to, you know, work on it and get past it. Yeah. So, Thomason, do you want to st- tell uh, what you know? I know you've done some research. I mean... Okay, so <laughs> part of the way that I'm saying how to deal with um, imposter syndrome is um, something that's very important is to separate feelings from facts. 
Because mm-hmm. the truth is, nothing is almost ever as serious as it feels. Very rarely are like things almost as, mm-hmm. as serious as they feel. So it's like in situations where you're like in distress over, okay, do I really belong in this? Mm-hmm. Or do I really deserve to be given this opportunity? Mm-hmm. You should then have to separate like how you feel in that moment from the facts, which is you've been given this opportunity because somebody has seen that you, you would be able to you'd be capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Another step is to like maybe recognize when you should feel fraudulent. So you should only ever feel like you're be like you are being fraudulent or you don't deserve to be somewhere if you've done something to Nigerians say kona kona. You've done something, <laughs> something to kona kona yourself into that position. Like uh-huh. you've not been completely truthful. Yeah. But in a situation where you know you have all the um um all the skills mm-hmm. and you know you're capable, mm-hmm. there should be no reason you should like be able to like take a like a deep, a deep breaths and say, um, yeah, I'm, I deserve to be here and I'm, it's not like it, it's not like a fraud for me to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a fluke. Yeah. yeah. So words of affirmation. Words of affirmation to yourself. <laughs> yeah, words of affirmation. Okay. So like I deserve mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the best of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the thing is, sometimes you can also, you can also channel it into um, into like doing better at your work. Yeah. Because if it's like a lot of negative energy that comes with, um, do I deserve to be here? You can like let go of that energy and instead channel the um, the feeling into let me prove let me prove that okay, I'm actually doing this work. I can do it well. Yeah. Because in this, in, then the success that follows that would only like affirm to you that yes, I can actually handle this. Handle this. Um, something else that I think you should consider is faking it till you make it. Nobody knows that you feel mm. like a fraud, so I think use that to your advantage and just keep pushing because people believe it. So at some point, you will too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, apart from that, maybe visualizing success, you know, like spending more of your energy actually seeing yourself achieve it rather than failing mm-hmm. at it mm-hmm. because you've probably achieved it before, so it's not like that's even, you know, grabbing for you now. Mm-hmm. Um, something else is maybe rewarding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do decide to do something that puts you out of your comfort zone and makes you feel that way, just reward yourself because you know what you're going through is in. You know yeah. the yeah. the stress, so that's something. Cut sheep with just buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She <laughs> word herself to this whole topic was just attacking me. Um, oh wow! I think great. we also have being kind to yourself. Mm. Like, if you feel like if you fail once, you know, just tell yourself, you know what? Tomorrow is a new day. We can try this again. Yeah, mm. and seeking help, guys. Like it's like despite the fact that we're saying it's normal and we all have clearly experienced it, seek help when you feel it's too much. Because the one bad thing about it is that it can prevent you from actually working and like giving quality work mm. because you don't think you're good enough. That means you're worried about how you're not good enough, and then you end up not doing any actual work, and that means that. Eventually, you do what? You fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I think for me, um, I think when you talked about like um, using failure as a stepping stone, yeah. Mm. So, I think for me, when I first had my internship last summer, that's like this year in May. I got into a field where I had zero, zero knowledge about whatever it is I was doing. Like, I was even shocked. Okay, they had because this, I had skills, yeah. <laughs> I had skills. I went through the interview process and all that. And they had me because I had skills and I was willing to learn. But the team I was put in, I had to learn quickly. So I had a bit, I had normal experience. You know, those ones are employable. But then... I was putting a cybersecurity team and I had never done anything to do with cybersecurity. <laughs> I remember the calls. <laughs> I, 
I used to call Chico. They're giving me such difficult things. I don't know what to do. I'm like, hey. At that time, when you were being given the task at the office, you're like, yes. Can you deliver this by next week? Yes, yes I can. I go back home and I'm like, Jesus. Why? I can't not, I can't not deliver because I said, I, what am I I'm in the team. I'd call Chico and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't think I can do this. And I think for the longest time, I'd question myself so much like mm. even when i delivered work like okay my when you deliver work of course you open to feedback and you are like criticism if your work is not good what what but for me i was so scared like every time they give me i was like i do they know <laughs> do they know, they know they're giving <laughs> they're giving this task are they sure there's me. not someone else doing on the side i mean just doing this so that they can they can pay me and not just have me here for nothing Trash. i think for the longest time i didn't feel like i was so scared i was so scared because i was surrounded by very smart people i was surrounded by people who had done like some of these things even like yes. like for for me i had like uh, one of uh, the, the people in my team was as like she just completed high school but then in her high school she had done like some of this stuff like i think different schools they teach you this computer whatever i don't know what it's called but in some schools like they teach you advanced it's like how people do advanced physics but then they teach you that like she knew her stuff i'm just like jesus lord a whole <laughs> me i like i felt i think for the longest time i felt so bad but then the other thing about my team like they kept like they'd correct you when you're wrong when your work's not and then when your work was good they tell you you this was great or oh, thank you for this. like mm. and with time when my it's also like it's a good thing because it pushed me to get out of my comfort like it pushed me to learn things that i never thought i'd learn like i learned a lot while doing those tasks and right now i'm somewhere like i can say i'm confident i know what this is i know what this is what this is and i think when it came to this term and then they give me another project to like work on i was it's it's a difficult one but i'm i'm a bit confident even when i do it i'm like i know that it doesn't seem like i know anything about this thing but with enough research and like enough work put in then i can definitely deliver so i think i think it's normal it's very normal to feel like you don't belong to this especially when you're moving into a new environment mm. or like when you've just been given a new role yeah. I think the first few days it's asking, whoa, I imagine there was like 20 applicants over here. Why did they pick me? Especially. And it's not that you're doubting your confidence. It's it's just, it happens, you know. And it's just been a step of me telling myself, you know what, keep learning. And also seeking, like, seeking feedback, like genuine feedback, so that I can differentiate, like what Tomison is saying, feelings from facts. If someone looks at my work and tells me, yo, this is not it, then I know for a fact I'm not good at that thing. I need to do better. But then when you just keep feeling, oh, I'm not good enough, and then you start not giving out your work to people for them to give you feedback, then definitely you're never going to actually grow, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah, and we're still waiting for some more comments from our audience. Tell us instances where you have felt like a fraud, to be honest, and how you how you overcome it. And also, do you have other people who maybe imposter syndrome gets them so down that it even now affects their mental health totally and they can barely do anything in life? Like, tell us, tell us. Reach out to us at Ubuntu Radio 1. On Twitter, Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Facebook? Yeah. Your Facebook page? Yeah. Bruh. I okay. don't still use Facebook. I'm telling you, Shiko <laughs> <laughs> is always trying to find out new things on the show. For real? We need to school you. Yeah. We need to school you now. One one course on Ubuntu <laughs> Because clearly. <laughs> Isn't it hot? Yeah, it's very hot. It's very hot in this country. It's actually very, very hot. Everyone <laughs> 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 break. No. Um, Tomison, what are some of the other ways you think? Or no, actually, tell us how often has this happened to you, especially in the field of creative writing? 
think it comes around every time I do. Okay, well, not as often now because I got to a space where I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I like where I am. So I was like, yeah, growth. Thank God. Yeah, but, yeah like, growth. But, <laughs> Six foot three, I. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, like, last, so there's a like, point last year where I was reading a lot, right? And reading is like a double edged blade in the sense that. You learn how to write, but then after you're done, you're like, uh, I can never write like this. Oh. And then I think I read Akweke's um, Freshwater, and for like a few months, I didn't write because I was like, as long as I will never write anything that powerful, mm. I'm not writing at all. Mm. And it just like took me, it took me, uh, me to this very toxic place where I was, if I was writing, I was either writing exactly like um, them, or I didn't write at all. Like I wouldn't write anything. Mm. And it took not. It then took like a bit of. So I, I that's when I stopped writing and started writing scripts instead. I was like, you know what, just leaving that outside. And mm-hmm. it kind of helped me in the sense that okay, in writing scripts, I learned that okay, I can there are ways in which I can tell stories that are just as impactful. And then it also helped me discover that okay, storytelling doesn't have to be linear in the sense that like I tell it through um, words, I can tell it through pictures, through film. There are so many ways to tell the same stories. So the time I came back to writing, there was a lot of growth on that too. Me approaching it in the sense of a holistic storytelling mm-hmm. as opposed to, yeah, I want to write, I want to be like this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it comes in with like when we have mentors. Sometimes you feel, I don't know, you feel like, you don't feel like you're going in the direction in which they are going. Then that makes you feel like, I don't think I'm actually good enough at anything or... I don't think I'm good enough to be in this position. So, like, when you look at it, it's, okay, I'm looking up to this person, I like where they are at, but then when you look at your life, you're like, okay, at this age, they were doing this and this and that, and I'm not even halfway there. I'm not halfway there, and I'm already at that age, I think. I think it's just constantly reminding yourself that everybody's journey is different. I think this whole everybody's journey is different has to like be a motto for everything because yeah, like, that should yeah. be when you yeah when yeah. you have imposter syndrome when we had this other one we talked about um, inferiority complex when you have all those things it's just reminding yourself that everybody's journey is different and everybody's defined differently like I think also how we term success and how we term it's different for it's different for everybody because someone else could be saying oh just me writing one script or me having one script fire is enough for me like i'm doing the, the most, most. <laughs> yeah. for thomas and art here he's saying oh every me. other week script scripts next week guys do you need me <laughs> y'all need me i'm right here bro. yeah and i think sometimes when you get to compare yourself you start feeling like oh I think I don't belong to this piece. And I think in ALU, oh my God. Ooh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's the I, worst. I just got here and I'm like, yo, it's not even sure been 365 days, bro. It's not even been a year and I'm ready to It's not even been 365. We're actually in month three. Because yeah, there, there are lots of people who like, know their shit here. Like, That's true. Hey, you're correct. Bro, we told you We told you. Oh, yeah, you know, people are successful. I came here, I'm like, I'm sorry. You're doing what about you? Okay. Okay. I think, yeah, and it's actually very, because everybody is so driven, and the worst part is we all come from different countries. So that means that there's like 10 of us from Kenya, 10 of us, there's like five, there's like how many? Okay, per class, you find like there's different people from different countries, and you find out those people are coming with their knowledge and stuff. Mm. Out there, people know how many languages you can barely speak French. You only know <laughs> two languages. <laughs> two, and even the second one, you don't know it that well. <laughs> so, um, I, when we're in this space, and people are always doing so much, like, so, people going so for internships much. at places out of this world baby people going for meetings in different countries every other week flying out of the country on a weekly basis must be nice and i think like sometimes it makes you question and you're like oh my god i'm in this place um spending this much money being here what am i doing doing? or like i want to be at this space and when i'm done with when i'm when i've graduated but you're like am i sure i can even secure a job after graduation you know and 
I think sometimes it's a good way, like when you have a lot of uh, people around you who are doing much, it's a great way for you to challenge yourself to do better. But then I it could also really shake your confidence. I think it's also important to recognize some sense of reality when you're also dealing with your imposter syndrome. You can't... You have to face that harsh reality that there are going to be people who are better <laughs> than better you. Than there are always going to be people who are smarter than you. What, 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 what. But that acknowledgement shouldn't deter you from True. achieving your own successes, yeah, whatever. True. Like you said, this this life game thing, whatever we are, simulation. <laughs> <laughs> whatever this thing is. <laughs> whatever this thing is. I mean, you're always going to have so many trials, right? Uh-huh. And... It's up to you, man. If you fail in simulation one, go to simulation two. Your imposter syndrome shouldn't be something that deters you from mm. getting everything mm. you want to and dream of and all that poetic thing. Sister Gina. <laughs> Gina spoken. Hey, please don't refer to me as Gina. You know someone called me Gina. Ah, that's also another imposter syndrome. <laughs> my name. Oh my God. I cannot. Gina is not my name, please. Please refer to me as Shiko. Publicly. No one even knew your name was Shiko until now. <laughs> yeah. Gina until now. Oh, that's... But... <laughs> I think... Now everybody knows and they're going to be calling you Gina because it's, it's, it's yeah, easier yeah. to pronounce compared to Shiko. 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 First of all, she hurts me because kid. I can't get to use my name now because she took it for herself. Yeah, I ain't gonna be referred to as Gina on this channel. Anyway, anyway, back to imposter syndrome. <laughs> My name is Shiko too, so I can get to own the name. Yeah. yeah. It's on your birth certificate. Yeah. It's on my birth certificate. Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we continue fighting about my name, um, um, I think we've loved having you guys here and we've loved your input. It's yeah. Input? Yeah. <laughs> And also the fact that you're vulnerable enough to share your experiences. I think one of the most important things to notice when you're in this show is that, and to take note of when you're on the show, is that a lot of people come in and for you to share your story... It takes a lot. It takes a lot, especially to total strangers. Like you have no idea who's tuning in to listen to you. And also just allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough to admit that I had this problem, I'm going through it. And maybe I haven't even gotten over it or haven't got, gotten past it, but I'm willing to share my story. Mm-hmm. I think by sharing your story, you're promoting so much growth. So much growth. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for being vulnerable enough, for spending mm-hmm. your time yeah. with us. And, and talking to us. Yeah, and also the inputs and insights you gave on like how to get past imposter syndrome. And our audience, like, this conversation does not end here. Mm-hmm. This has to go on and on and on. So reach out to your friends, ask them, talk about, I mean, even talking to your friends and asking them, do you go through this? Yeah. It could be a way to help them identify that they have imposter syndrome and help them seek help or guide them to actually get over this. Anyone for parents, for your kids, like, notice when your kids are trying, are not trying some things in life, and you know and you realize oh maybe they don't even think they're good they're good enough yeah mm-hmm. so oh, wait before we end it we have a surprise oh. i said we had a surprise at the beginning of i told people we have a surprise oh so <laughs> after hard work <laughs> finally our shows are going to be um online online Woo! i think um so we do the live show Every day at 9 p.m. plus 4 GMT. That's Mauritian, 9 p.m. Mauritian time. And 8 p.m. Kenyan time. 7 p.m. UK time. Yeah, 7 p.m. Rwanda and the Soto. There's a lot. If I was to list all the countries. time we'll be here forever. Yeah, so finally, if you're not able, some people are never able to tune in because of the times. They have other things they're doing. So if you're not able to tune in and listen in now, or maybe you tuned in like halfway through the show, Guess what? We got you, baby. We got you. So now you can listen. You can listen to the show on uh, Spotify, on uh, <laughs> iTunes, on yeah. iTunes. You can also listen to it on SoundCloud. It's still a work in progress. But then there's the link we share is does also have a, a way of you listening to it just online. Like mm. 
Just yeah. the way you're doing it. Like now. the way you're doing it now, but now you're listening to it like not live but pre recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited about this. I'm so happy that finally you're going to you can listen in. We had topics like uh dealing with rejection, inferiority complex, mental health in an African home, anxiety and depression. So you can go great listen stuff. in to some of those great stuff we had. Again, reach out to us and tell us any topics you'd like so us to delve great. into. And where do you listen? Oh, <laughs> we said we'll drop the link. <laughs> no. uh, we'll drop the link on our social. So follow us on social media at Ubuntu Radio One on Twitter, Ubuntu Radio yes. underscore MU on Instagram and yeah. Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. So on our Facebook page, we'll have this. We'll have the link to access us offline. And I'm sure you're also super excited. To never miss on anything. Before we end the show, I wanted to end. Hey, what? I want to end it with a shout out Ooh. to so many people. <laughs> oh my god, I hold um, this. No, not. But I want to shout out my roommate Angela and Ugo and so many people that I love. So yeah, that's you about shouted it. Shouted me out, and I'm writing. I said so many people I love. You include <laughs> Anyway, I really want to shout out like very many people this week yeah. it's not because it's been hard just because i want to show appreciation for them mm. and yeah appreciation for thomason christina margaret <laughs> oh my and God. myself you thank you and myself um a whole producer for, and i and <laughs> Finn. <laughs> she forgot our oh God. Producer. and wouldn't Finch. be live without him and finch already putting all of this together yeah so this has been amazing and appreciation to brandley for our music yeah he does the things every other week so thank you so much guys please reach out to us again on ubuntu radio one on twitter ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and ubuntu radio on facebook we love you remember love yourself you're enough treat yourself with kindness and treat others with kindness and have a lovely hump day Okay. Don't drink coke. Promise is addicted to those things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have a lovely week ahead. Yeah. Contemplating. Meditating. I am waiting. I am waiting, mama. Yele mama. Yele mama. Yele mama. Hope is all we wanted in this life. We endlessly loiter, our fear disguised. Oh, what is Life, oh, oh, what is life? Oh, oh, what is life? There's nothing new that we could ever do. And Genesis will meet revelation and prophecies fulfilled. Oh, oh, what is life? Breathe in and let it go 
Oh, in a soul. 